Hey there, welcome to another episode, but this time with a little branding change, if you've noticed. I'm launching my new website for female health and wellness, along with my new membership, and it's called keepingfitandwell.co, because what am I doing? I'm keeping you fit, and I'm keeping you well, so you're welcome. So this is your host with, I can say, if you're watching, some decent tan lines, because here in Scotland... We've been having the fucking best weather. And I'm sorry if you're listening to this and you're on your holidays because the worst thing that you can do to a Scottish person is tell them that the weather is better back in Scotland than it is in their holiday. Mm-mm, we don't like that as Scottish people. We want you to be suffering back home in the bad weather while we are sunning ourselves on our holiday. If it's the other way about, holy shit, it's not good. I mean, it's like back in the day before social media, a phone call would go like this if you were on your holidays you'd be phoning back home hi mum what's um how are you right good what's the weather like back home see if your mum was sitting out in her fucking pants and she was tanned as fuck with a carrot oil on having barbecues drinking pina coladas back home she would have to lie so this was before i could just look at people's insta story and see it's 25 degrees my mum would be like that. Oh, the weather's terrible here. I actually think I just saw it snowing a wee bit. Did you, Malcolm? Have you seen this? That was hailstones there. So they would lie to you whilst you were on your holiday because people knew that if you were to be told the weather was good back home, it would ruin your holiday. That's how bad it is for Scottish people and how bad the weather is. It would ruin your fucking holiday knowing that those people are tanning back home and you've paid for your holiday. But... That's not what this episode is about today. This episode is about something quite close to my heart because I've suffered with this. It's a daily practice for me and I don't want people to suffer from this from this day on. If you're listening to this and you do, we're going to work on it today. So don't worry, I've got you. I've got you. And it's self-esteem. What? How does that relate to female health and wellness? Of course it does, because us females are complex characters and we have to work on all of this stuff, mind, body, spirit, absolutely fucking everything. If you want to reach your health goals, reach your body goals, then self-esteem is actually something very important. And it's something that I really enjoy this topic and I like to work on it with female clients because see if you've got low self-esteem, low self-esteem is how you feel about your own self. It's your self-value. It's your self-worth. Your self-love. And if you don't have that for yourself, it's a very difficult journey towards having the body or the health that you want because something that you don't have any worth for or any love for or don't value, you're very um, lazy about taking care of it. You know what I mean? Whereas the opposite of that, if you have like so much worth for something, so much value, if you value something like fuck, you love it so much, then you're going to take the best care of it and you're going to make the right choices for your health. You're going to make sure you got your steps and you're going to make sure you did your training and you're going to make sure you're hydrated because you're taking care of something that you love and that's something that you love as yourself. Isn't that beautiful? But and it's sad the other way around, and I did a little post on my Instagram. Make sure you follow me there. And it was asking this question: What's your self worth like, girls? What's your self esteem like? And it was really sad replies that I got back, and basically nobody's really got much self esteem or self worth or self love. It's just 
quite grim. But listen, I know this from myself and I know it from working with women for almost 20 years now um, that this is a real issue for us gals. And it's quite sad because it will affect everything that you do in your life. It holds you back. Um, it's held me back loads of times. And it really, really, really sort of dampens life for you when you've got low self-esteem. And I really want to change that for you. I want you to be able to thrive in life. And listen, from this episode, you'll feel inspired and you'll feel motivated to do some changes. But it's not a quick journey. It requires self-reflection, self-compassion. But I'm going to discuss all that in the episode. So I really want you to start from today working on this. Please, pinky promise me right now. Put your pinky up. Put it up. I don't care if you're out walking. Put your pinky. Mm -hmm. And let's pinky promise that we're going to work on the self-esteem because I promise you it's worth it and you're worth it, you know. So this is what I just want to tell you about self-esteem. It's different from confidence. You can be like a confident person in your work but have low self-worth. How can that be? How can that be? Well, confidence comes from like you're feeling good, feeling confident in your skills and in your abilities, not who you are as a person. They're different things. So, for example, as a trainer, maybe back when I was like 23, when I had really low self-esteem, um, I was really confident as a trainer. You would never have been able to like match that up because you'd have been like, no way, she's pure confident. I was confident because I was very able to get you your health goals and make a good job of it and make you feel good. I was very good at my job, but that's nothing to do with how I felt deep down. And the reason I think that my self-esteem was low was growing up gay and feeling different. Um, also having eczema really badly on my skin. Um, I can even remember like back in school standing and you know you've got to line up people you queue up to um, go into the classroom and I remember like hold my hand out for people and I mind them covering eczema and kids are cruel and people be like oh yeah like that as if I was like pure some horrible monster now as an adult I'm like oh it's a sin for my little inner child little poor me so I've been able to work on that um but it's taken me a very long time and probably into my early 30s to understand that that's what my self-worth was all on. It was that inner child moments and not like, oh, I'm confident as a personal trainer, I'm confident in my work, but how if I got such low self-esteem? I was doing things like I had really, this is some signs that you've got um, low self-esteem. So for example, instead of nourishing myself, I was punishing myself with really grim exercise, really grim diet, very restrictive uh, so that's all punishment like if you really love and care about something you're not going to treat it like that you know what I mean you're going to nourish it and have days where you, you have a day off per se where you can have something you enjoy and you don't beat yourself up about it um, so I just found myself in a horrible spiral of that but I do think it does stem from the fact that I just didn't fit in being gay um, I never really fitted in with the girls I didn't fit in with the boys because I wasn't a boy um, and I just struggled with that a bit, you know, and the fact that I had bad eczema all over my skin and my hands and stuff like that and getting the reactions was just affirming to me that there's something wrong with me. Do you know what I mean? So you asked me, how does this relate to women's health? Because you need high self-esteem 
to go off in that journey towards your body goals, towards your health goals. Because if you treat, if you love something, you're going to treat it the best. And I find that when my clients, we work on this, we work on self-worth and feeling worthy, then you will make the right choices about going to the gym, doing your steps, getting your hydration. You just do it. It becomes a behaviour instead of like having to constantly fight this battle in your head. So if you are somebody that maybe finds that you're up and down with your um, weight loss goals, fat loss goals type of thing, or your health goals, then maybe take a wee bit of a deeper dive into it. Could it possibly be something with your self-esteem? Do you not feel worthy of doing this? You know, you really, really need to start practicing self-love so that you flourish. It's like a plant. If you don't nurture a plant, then it's going to die. Whereas if you nurture it, it flourishes. I mean, have you ever seen the study they done and it was with ice? So we had the, the, the water, right? So it was two glasses of water, one glass of water. They were like, ah, you're a wee fucking prick. I don't know if this was the exact words. I'm just trying. That's a pure Scottish. You're a wee fucking prick. Right to one glass of water. You're a wee bastard. Then another glass of water. Isn't she lovely? She's wonderful. She's beautiful, that little cup of water. They froze it in the cup of water that was spoken nice. Oh, it came out and it was beautiful. It was like Elsa from Frozen. It was like these lovely little frozen stars, gorgeous. The one that had been spoke to horribly, because remember we're all frequencies, right? Had actually, it was all deformed and it wasn't. It was all like cracked and it didn't freeze as nice. So they've done experiments like that. With loads of different things. I've done it with an apple when it was an actual apple. The same apple, they halved it in the middle. One said, oh, you're beautiful, you're gorgeous. The other said, you're a wee arsehole. And then that side of the apple rotted quicker than the other side. Like, what the fuck is that about? What the fuck is that about? So that's how important your self-esteem is. So when I'm talking about things that could be meaning possibly give you a bit of indication that you're suffering with low self-esteem is what I've just said. Are you taking care of yourself? Are you looking after your health? Do you know what I mean? Another thing, how bad is your self-talk? Now, mind, I've been training birds for 150 years and the self-talk is fucking terrible. They'll come in and they'll be like, I'm a fucking fat mess today. I feel absolutely shite. Look at the state of me. What? What do you say to that? what the fuck are you talking about? And you'll, you'll do it yourself. Like, this sort of, like, your inner self-critic, this person that's fucking sabotaging you, hitting up with all this mad shit about you, like, going like that, you look at a photo, look at the fucking state of you, Carol, in that photo. Like, excuse me? Look at the size of your arse. What? Imagine you said that about your pal. Imagine your pal whipped out a photo of her weddings like that. Look at me here in this picture, Carol, and then you're like, fucking hell, man. You look terrible. You've got more fucking chins than the Chinese phone book. What the fuck? No, you're not going to hit out with that with your pal. You could be like, you look beautiful. Honestly, what a shining light. But then talk to yourself like a piece of shit. Every time you're going to talk to yourself like a piece of shit, you're going to chip away at your self-esteem and then what's going to happen? You're just going to shrink down into yourself. Shrink, shrink, shrink. And trust me, I've done it. Held me back. Horrible, right? 
shrinking, shrinking, shrinking. Because if every time you're saying that, you're affirming, oh, you're, she's a fucking piece of shit. If you're saying that, look at the state of me, Jim. Your wee mind's going, look at the state of me. We're a state, fucking hell. So why are you doing that? And then what happens is your thoughts create actions, right? So your thoughts make you create actions and it'll make you have certain behaviours. So you'll just be sitting eating a fucking tub of ice cream, not giving a fuck because you're just like, oh, well, I'm a fucking riot anyway. Take another affirmation that uh, we're a riot. So this is where you need to be very mindful. You need to catch yourself in these moments going, hold on, I'm talking really bad about myself. Let's switch it. Let's switch it up. And listen, it's not easy to do. One of the ways that I've done it personally is listening to affirmations and like repeating it in my head. And I mean, I'm listening to it when I'm driving. I'm listening to it when I'm doing my fucking eyebrows. And it's just like getting that into my subconscious that I'm great, I'm brilliant, all this, I'm worthy, I'm kind, I'm lovable. And honestly, see if I thought it was pish, I wouldn't be sitting here with my fucking glasses on and my mic telling you to do it because I'd be like, that's fucking pish. I don't get people to do things that I don't think are very good, as you probably know. If you follow me um, to the dismay of others, I just tell you the truth. And affirmations are one of the things that really help change that negative self-talk, right? And it's not something that happens overnight. Trust me, it's not. But when it starts to happen, you're a bit like that. Oh, okay. So it does work. It's scientifically proven to work. Listen to positive affirmations. You can sit and write them out. I'm quite busy, so I just actually like them playing in the background when I'm doing things. When I'm doing the dishes, I'll have them on. But trust me, it just makes you feel more self-confident and it makes you that self-esteem is just building and building and building because your wee brain is listening to you going, I'm brilliant. I'm brilliant. I'm great. I'm kind. And it's called an affirmation because you need to do it all the time. So you want to get those mantras and you want to get those affirmations and make them powerful. It's a powerful concept that does work and it makes you a wee bit more resilient, you know, in the role of self-esteem. So I'm happy to tell you that. Now, listen, 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 listen. Another one, being so critical of yourself which is sad and unfortunate in the world that we live in today because we are like absolutely flooded with comparison because we've got the social media, don't we? Got social media sitting in my fucking jammies with my hair, fuck knows, in a hair mask, my fucking one one flip flop on or something. I've spilt fucking hummus down my top, and then she's out. Jim, Jim, get in here. Look at her. Jim's scared. Jim's scared every time he shout on him. He's like, fuck, what now? Look at her in that. She's a wee out the night. Look at what she's got on. She looks fucking brilliant. And then look at me, Jim, sitting fucking here with you, sitting like this. So we've got that self-critic because we've got so much comparison in the world. Listen, it's human nature. You probably will compare yourself. It goes back to like your tribal days. You'd be like, is this person a fucking threat to the tribe? I'm going to just have a wee look, compare, could I take her down? You know, it's just a wee bit of human nature. We all do it. But you need to know that no one is you. No one is you. We're all different and we're all just on our own journey. And for me, that was a bit of a game changer, to be honest. I used to compare myself not to the way people look, to be honest, or that kind of thing. Um, but more like where I was in my life, like, oh, I should be doing this. I should be further on in my business than I am now. And that really just made me dead anxious and dead agitated quite a lot of the time. So it was very distracting. And then when I started to work on my self-esteem and stop comparing myself and understanding that 
I am the only one of me and that is my power that I can just move on and just do what I do and just ignore all the distractions. So it's something that you need to work on. You know, I might get the odd way of when I'm looking and go, fucking hell, look what they're doing. But there's no point because everybody's just on their own journey. You know what I mean? What am I going to do about it? Fuck all. So, except for you just like push yourself harder. So I need you to know that you have to move on forward. Stop the comparison. Even if you need to unfollow, mute, mad daft shit on Instagram because sometimes this is all unattainable you might be comparing yourself to a wee bird in her 20s that's a wee having a floating breakfast she's not got three wains and fucking a full-time job and a house to clean do you know what I mean so when we're comparing ourselves is it a really equal comparison no is it hurting our self-esteem yes it is so we need to be very careful about that so We need to learn to nourish ourselves by, and I think one of the best things to do is honestly get the affirmations, get them fucking playing while you're sleeping and that just builds and builds and builds that self-esteem and you will notice it, it'll trickle into the way you feel about yourself, you'll start making healthier choices, you know, you'll start setting more boundaries and that is honestly significant for your well-being. Because, and this is something I like to talk about, when you put yourself to the bottom of the pile because your self-esteem is low and it's turned you into a bit of a people pleaser, you will struggle to get anywhere with your health goals. And you really, really will. Because you're not a priority then. And if you're not a priority, then you will miss things out for yourself. And you shouldn't do that. So again, by you just going, oh, I'll just I'll just do what they want instead so that they're happy, then that's your self-esteem. Like, oh, well, we're not obviously that worthy of that. We're just doing everything everybody else wants to do all the time. Again, that's another big fucking right hook to the self-esteem. And every time we're doing that, the self-esteem is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. For fuck's sake, we need to build ourselves up. But it takes work. It takes work. So hopefully these steps are helping you today. Another thing, Fear of failure. So that is a wee indication that you could be suffering with low self-esteem. People with high self-esteem kind of just go for it. Do you know what I mean? They just go for it. So what I want you to do is think about that. Now, for me, self-esteem has held me back because I don't want to be in my comfort zone. Still to this day, sometimes when I'm going to have to do something, a talk or whatever, I'm like that to Stacey. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. So that's my wee, like chimp going oh oh the little self-esteem low self-esteem girl don't want to do it she don't want to do it why would you want to do it what you stand up in front of everybody else what if you're what if you blush what if you start to sweat what if you get a sweaty tash all this stuff no what can i do nothing i just need to accept that i feel really fucking anxious and uncomfortable and do it anyway and just do it anyway. Because every time you just do it anyway, you push yourself out of your comfort zone. And every time you push yourself out of your comfort zone, your comfort zone goes from a tiny little thing to a wee bit bigger, to a bit bigger. So it can go from, I imagine, a wee espresso cup and you fill it with water and it pours over. Okay, we've been out of comfort zone there. You're buzzing. We're moving on to the next stage of the comfort zone. We're on a cappuccino. So now I've expanded my container. I'm now get a cappuccino cup worth of, you know, that comfort zone is bigger now. My self-worth's getting a wee bit higher because every time I'm doing something like that, it's giving me a tick. I'm starting to feel really good about myself. I'm in a cappuccino cup 
boom, cappuccino cup's gone because I've moved out of the cappuccino cup. I'm bigger, I'm expanding. I'm in a latte. I'm in a latte glass now. That's how big my self-esteem is getting because I'm forcing myself to do the stuff. And I promise you, it's not going to be like one day you're just like, I'm not anxious at all. I'm fucking brilliant. You'll still get those moments where you're like, oh, Jim, I don't want to fucking do this. But you've got to push yourself. You've got to have a wee bit of discipline and go, we're fucking doing it. We're getting on with it and we're going to do it and we're going to feel better for it. And just push it. Trust me, I don't want you to hold yourself back anymore. See if you've got anything in your mind now. And it might be, I'm going to set myself a challenge this week. Get to a gym class that you maybe feel anxious about. Go to the gym, even if you feel anxious about it. Because you will, right? And it will be all these feelings, but you'll get through it. Trust me. If you want to join a social club, you want to go to a sewing thing or something like that, but you feel too anxious, what will people say? What if I don't fit in? Just do it. Just get up and just do it. You'll still you'll feel these feelings, but you've got to still do it anyway. Please do that for me. Pinky promise. Put your pinky right up. Right now, pinky promise me that you're going to do something to challenge yourself out of your comfort zone and work on this self-esteem and feel better. Another thing that was huge for me um, in my low self-esteem sort of journey was seeking external validation. So I got I was at the stage where I couldn't even really pick myself an outfit to wear. See, I, I liked it, I loved it, but I'd have to ask like my mum or my partner, whoever friends were at the time, even people who weren't friends could be quite just acquaintances. I'd be like, does this outfit look all right in me? Does it look okay? Do these shoes go? Does my hair look okay? And having to like get that constant reassurance and you can see it pure scunners people, but also for me, like then it wouldn't kind of be enough or maybe they like maybe sighed before they said it and that would be me, I'd be like, I need to change. And I'm just feeling uncomfortable all night and for what? Like the time passes anyway and I've just felt all uncomfortable because I'm not sure if my trousers look nice on me to somebody else's opinion. Come on. So that validation that seeking that external validation to be honest it doesn't really fucking matter does it what somebody else kind of thinks of you is their problem it's their issue you can't really do anything about it but what you think yourself is much more important the validation that you give yourself is much more important and it's dangerous if you are somebody that seeks external validation you'll do things that you'll notice patterns of behavior you're maybe need attention of people you might be in a relationship and you might need attention of people just to feel validated to feel worthy in the relationship you've got but things like that catch up on you you maybe need validation by sort of posting a life that you don't live on Instagram just for likes and then the more you're not yourself the more you kind of lose yourself so you always have to remain high in self-esteem and not seek that external validation the more you do the more you lose yourself it's a hard one you've got to work out you've got to be very watchful of yourself and what you're doing watching behaviors creep up this is what this whole thing that I do is about for these women, especially in my new membership, is it's all about you. It's all about learning about you and catching yourself in these moments. But I fucking love it. I love that shit. So that's where you can begin in finding out what you actually do that would you say, mm, that could be low self-esteem or maybe you already know, and then you can start working on it. And as I've said, we must, must, 
do this if you want to have more self-value, self-love, self-worth to get anywhere in your life. It may be your business goals, your body goals, your relationship goals. It all kind of starts with yourself. Funny that, isn't it? How it just comes back full, full circle. You know that? How in the fuck? Yes, it comes back full circle. So, listen, the outcome, the links between self-esteem and confidence is you can learn skills and that can help, right? So you can learn stuff. But what you really need to do is, everything I've said to you, the self-talk needs to change. So if you're somebody that can't take a compliment, oh, you look lovely in that. I fucking look terrible in this. The person that gave you a compliment is like, what the fuck? Work on saying things like, thanks. I saw this top and I liked it. I'm glad you like it on me. Start talking to yourself like you are your friend, like you're not going to tell your friend she looks like a fat riot in that dress, are you? No. You'd be, if she did, you would tell her the truth, but you'd be nicer about it. You'd be like, Carol, for fuck's sake, I can see what you ate for your fucking breakfast there. That's tight as fucking you. No, you wouldn't. You'd be like, Carol, I like it. I like the colour on you, but I think that you could maybe change and how you look better. Something something like that. Like basically, you're, that's self-compassion. That's being kind, isn't it? You're not going to fucking slaughter your pal because you want to be kind to your friend. It's your friend. So you need to do it to you to build your self-esteem and cultivate a positive self-image. And it's going to take work. It's going to take a bit of fake it till you make it kind of shit. But it does actually work. And then you're living your best fucking life. So you need to boost your self-esteem and then that's going to give you a healthy sense of self-worth and that is what it's all about so I need you to remember building self-esteem is a journey right and it requires patience and I know that's not something that many birds have got I've not got patience I was wanting to do the affirmations and then suddenly be like hey look at me and all my self-esteem but it didn't work it took a bit of time took a bit of time but the more I saw it working I thought this is worth it right so patience isn't my virtue but we've got to have it Self-compassion, be a wee bit fucking nice to yourself. You're doing your fucking best. That's what I say to my female clients when they're in and they're training hard and they're eating well and, you know what I mean, they're looking after themselves and they're not happy, still not happy. I'm like, what else could you fucking do? Do you want to just never go out for your lunch, never go out for your dinner, fucking weighing out rice, doing that? No. So you need to just accept where you are and that you're taking care of yourself and you're doing the best. So having that little bit of self-compassion Right. The next thing, self-reflection. So you need to just reflect on, am I being kind to myself? Have I done the best for my self-esteem today? Have I pushed myself out of my comfort zone this week? And sitting, taking a fucking minute to think about yourself instead of pairing Jim's socks. Right. Jim can pair his own socks. So by prioritising self-esteem, we can create a solid foundation for improved mental health. Yep. Emotional always in physical well-being and that all just comes from self-esteem but it takes work don't sit and suffer and don't go another day feeling low self-esteem so thanks for joining me today um, and I hope that you take all the advice and I hope that you make some changes just remember you have the power to cultivate a positive self-image and embrace your worthiness right so join my membership the link 
is in my bio on my website. I really hope to see you there. Listen, it's less than two pounds a day, and I'm going to have loads of like little secret podcasts like this, but loads of other helpful stuff. You know, online coaching when it comes to training, your diet, your mental health, trying to educate you on your hormones. It's all in there. So I really need you to think about it and put your self worth first and do something good for you. So thanks again. And I always appreciate the support and I appreciate you for listening. I hope this episode's helped you today. Peace out. I'm going to enjoy some sunset.